Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You are listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Come on through, everybody. Come through, come through, come through, come through, come through, come through. Man, listen, <laughs> we got a, we got quite a bit to cover. We got quite a bit to cover. I'm sorry if I'm smacking in y'all ear. Uh, I have no desire to go see Sisu. Uh, at first, when I watched the trailer, I was like, uh, that, no, no. Hey, man, listen, 10 toes, man, let me tell you, <laughs> we going to talk about the little mermaid. Holy cow. <clears throat> Holy cow. We're going to talk about it. Edmund, hey, what's happening? All right. Tiff, hey, what's happening? Okay. 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 Everybody come on in. Everybody come on in. If I'm smacking your ear, please forgive me. Okay. Um, can nobody ask your motherfucking ass what you? Oof. Nobody asks you, hun. Let me make sure I got all my clippings. Let me make sure I got all my clippings. Okay. I'm gonna do that. All right. First things first. Let's get into The Little Mermaid. This was a very good movie. (laughs) This was a... Listen, the theater was packed with women and children and fathers with daughters. This thing's going to have legs. This thing is going to have legs... They were clapping and cheering. Um, let me get my notes so we can go over this together as a team. All right. Now, I haven't seen the original in so in quite a long time, so I don't know which changes they've made. I mean, I could off the cup just tell you what changes here and there, but I can't tell you shot for shot was different. Now. Yeah, the scuttlebutt, the scuttle... You know what? The the good thing about that song was it's short. It's short and um whatever, you know what I'm saying? I you know, I felt the movie was maybe ten minutes too long. Ten minutes too long when Ariel got her legs and went to go explore with the culture, with the locals. There's this, like this little song and dance. She learns how to dance with the people. I think that scene was too long. Overall, about 10 minutes too long. If they had knocked off just 10 more minutes, 
it wouldn't have felt like it was starting to drag. Cause like towards the end, it's like, okay, third act, here we go. Okay. F- let's get to the third act. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, there was a couple, couple new music numbers. Um, she killed it though. Uh, Haley Berry. I mean, Bailey, she killed it. She killed, uh, party of world. Uh, that kid she looks, that chick's going to be a star. Like she's going to go, she's going mainstream. She's going to be a star. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it. Um, I believe this movie will have legs. I believe there will be a lot of repeat viewers for this movie. Once again, all I saw were women with children and fathers with daughters. Okay? Now, so Trite had a bunch of daughters. Caspia, India, Mona, Karina, Ariel. I believe one of the, one of the, one of the mermaids, one of the mermaids looked a little suspect. Okay. And they all had different color fins. Um, that was dope. So there's, there's this African, there's this beautiful African, um, mermaid. And then you had the European, then you had the Asian, then you had the Mexican. So you got all, you listen, you got the Benetton. Remember back in the eighties, Benetton, you know, United colors of the world. So King Triton had the Benetton of daughters of, of mer, mer, mermaid daughters, every ethnicity, nationality, race was covered in, in the, but you had one that was looking, it was one mermaid. I was like, she was in yellow. She had yellow, a yellow tail. I was like, I don't know. I don't roll out. It's time to roll out. All right. Okay. So that was cool. Because they all gather to to meet with him before the coral moon, so he calls them out by name, and and the 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 African mermaid, beautiful, dark skinned, thick hair, just beautiful, right? Okay, so then, um, she goes into the uh, the the abandoned ship, wrecked ship, all the sunken ships, the shark attack. She collects human artifacts, um. And then she sees Eric's ship. Um, Eric's mama black. Eric is adopted. Black queen. Disney's going, Disney's going to die on this woke hill. I'm okay with it. Okay. Eric, Prince Eric mama black. Prince Eric is adopted. Okay. Disney's going to die on this hill. I'm okay with it. She follows Eric's ship. Uh, Eric's adopted. Ariel saves uh, Eric from a squall. A squall attacks the ship, crashes the ship. She saves the dog. She saves Eric. Oh, let's see. And then, and then, you know, this back and forth. She wants to explore the humans. And Eric is like, I want to, I want to be the bridge to our culture so we don't get left behind. So the white savior, like the, he wants to be the guy that extends to every branch of the of the world, so his people don't get left behind. I I, I get it. Oh, I get it. Um, there's the back and forth between Triton and Ariel. Uh, let's see. She used her okay. She used her siren song to revive Eric. So I guess you know, in mermaid lore, the, the song, the siren song, can lure men to the to crash the ships into the rocks. When she pulled him up to the beach. She used her song to, to revive him. Um, and then, okay. Yeah. Eric's mom is black queen believes she, the queen believes the sea gods are against the humans. There's six shipwrecks, 
six. Pay attention to the numbers. So Triton's wife, Ariel's mom, was killed by humans. The queen's mother, or the queen's husband, killed by sea gods. Okay, so both parents have this disdain for each other's culture because they both lost somebody close to them. All right, once again, I'm not here to compare it to the original. I'm not here to do that. God, the, the door's unlocked. It's unlocked. Oh, shit. Hold on, y'all. Okay, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, I'm bad. Okay, okay, where am I at? Where am I at? Where am I at? Shout out to my neighbors. Uh, Ariel has this collection of human artifacts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Titan France area collection. Oh, no, I went too far. I went too far. I'm sorry, y'all. See, I hate when my flow is broken. Okay, she was the song to revive, survive Eric, Eric Mom Black. Triton finds Ariel's collection. Humans killed Ariel's mother. Okay, okay, we get that. Uh, Ariel makes a deal with Ursula. She has three days to, to kiss Eric. If she doesn't get it done in three days, uh, she, you know, she had to exchange her, uh, her voice, right? She had to lose her voice. Um, and then, where we get, where we get? Ariel gets discovered and taken to the castle, meets Eric. Eric does not recognize her from the beach, offers her a place to stay. Ariel discovers the local culture, learns to dance. Flounder, Sebastian, and Scuttle come up with a plan to get Ariel and Eric to kiss before the three days are out. Ariel teaches Eric her name using the constellation. She points to Aries and he says, Aries? And she kept doing this. He's like, Ariel. That's how she teaches him <laughs> to learn to learn her name because she can't speak. Right? She's, she's a mute. Um, let's see what else. Ursula then disguises herself as a human using Ariel's siren voice to hypno uh, hypnotize uh, Eric to marry her. He proposes to the fake Ursula. Scuttle discovers the plans. Da, 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 da. And then, oh, wait, wait. Oh, no, I went too far. I went too far. I went too far. Ariel, uh-oh, uh, 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 oh, I went too far. Yo, listen, I'm taking notes in the dark. Okay, disguise is human. Okay, okay. So then, Ariel, oh, my gosh, my handwriting is the worst. Okay, so then at the, at the, at the engagement party, Ariel attacks Ursula, snatches off the necklace and breaks it open and she gets her voice back. And then Ariel's like, oh my God, you know? So then Ariel and Ursula had a blood contract. They had a blood contract. Triton then gives up uh, Titan or no, Triton gives up his Trident for Ariel's life. Ursula then uses her electric eels to kill Triton Eric then rescues Ariel. Ariel then turns into a giant. Ariel creates this whirlpool, and then Ariel jumps into one of the ships and then steers the ship, make it to, to, for it to stab Ursula. 
So then Triton returns. He gives Ariel her leg so she can go be with Eric. And then right before they go off for their voyage, uh, Triton and all the Mer people show up to send them off. Listen, this <laughs> this movie's gonna make a bunch of money. <laughs> Damn China. Visually, the opening scene with the waves crashing, epic shot. Epic shot. Underwater visuals on par with Aquaman, because of course they're in water, everybody's hair is floaty. There's no air bubbles to talk. Um It was just 10 minutes too long, but I liked it. I would take Minimi for this. Like, I would take Minimi two times to go see this, you know? Um, yeah, I can't. It, you, listen, you're going to have to really nitpick to find something really, really wrong with this movie. The movie's going to make money, man. Oh, and then they show the trailer to the color purple. Can you imagine me as probably the only, okay, there's like maybe six or seven of us black folk in there, but... I'm sure I was the only black man in there watching this trailer, the color purple and just like, and I'm, and like, you know, you, you, you kind of imagine what other people are thinking about our race when they see trailers like this. I'm just like, I mean, once you see it on a big screen, it's like, Oh my God, like, Oh Lord. Anywho. Um, so yeah, I like the, the, the little mermaid. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. Shout out to the black print, the black queen. Shout out to the black queen. The queen was black. What more could you ask for? All right. Don't get mad. Disney going down this hill. <laughs> Disney going down this woke hill. I'm okay with this. There ain't no kid movie. Listen, um, there were toddlers there, man. And tiaras and, and tutus. Like a bunch of moms had dressed their kids up as little fairies. Man, listen, this movie's going to have legs. All right. You just did the with the Miss Prime, um, but the one, the one mermaid, one of his daughters in the yellow in the opening scene when he shows all their names, it's the one in yellow. I was just like, oof, oof, jawline was just too sharp. You know what I'm saying? Shoulders was like too too broad, right? Um, yes, Melissa Melissa McCarthy uh, did a she did a good job. I don't think she was phenomenal as Ursula. Um, it worked. It worked. Javier Bardem as Triton. It worked. It wasn't like, oh my God. You know, um, Ursula, I mean, M Melissa can sing. Um, the songs were, were cool. I didn't care for Prince Eric's song, but I get it. Um, the Scuttlebutt song wasn't that bad. Could have been worse. I mean, Aquafina, her voice is chalkboard. You know, but um, Sebastian was decent. Um, I, hands down, Haley Haley Bailey is the standout performer in this movie. This is her movie. She's going to be a fucking superstar. You understand? She's going to be an effing superstar. I knew she could sing, but I didn't know her range was that good. I was like, oh, she's really she's singing, and you know she got a little she got a little six pack on. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though her, her eyes look a little spaced out, right? But it was a good movie. It was a good movie. <laughs> hey, listen, you gonna have yeah, come up, come up on. It's making a billion. I'm, I'm, China be damn. China be damn. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. 
Um, wasn't no crazy feminist. The feminist rhetoric was really kept to a minimum. Um, surprisingly. Uh, but I, I like I like the daughters because they were older. Ariel's the youngest, and um, like every time they're, they're really on camera, like two major times. First time when they're being introduced, and second time when one of the ships uh, sinks. They have to clean and sh- the ships, you know, all the debris and stuff like that. And they have their banner back and forth, and um, they look good. The tails look good. All the fins look good. I don't know what else to tell you. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. <laughs> it was a good movie. I liked it. You got daughters, take them to go see it. You know? Okay. Okay. All right. So uh that is my review of The Little Mermaid. I stand on it making a billion dollars even without China. It, listen, the the Benetton of the mermaids alone. Everybody's represented in this movie and then at the end when they show the mer people with the islanders, you have every creed of mer people represented in this movie you got the spaniard father the black daughter bunch of mixed people thrown strewn about it's gonna make money it's got legs it's got legs so all right that is my uh little mermaid review i liked it i liked it okay now where am i going next I don't have any clips. I just got stories. We have no clips. We have stories. We, we're going to cover. I ain't going to be here long. All right. So let's get to this no fault divorce battle that is not going to take place. I don't see it happening ever. I, I just don't. I just don't. So let's get to this because people have been like, I don't know. I get it. Guys have been getting their asses kicked for so long. Like any sliver of hope, they'll jump on it. I get it, but it's not going to happen. So let's take a look. Oh, you're not going to make me read the full. Oh, you're going to make me. Oh, that's what you're going to do. You're going to make me not read the whole fucking story. Okay, got you. Hold up. Oh man, there we go. Is he gonna let me pull it up? Let me pull it up. Oh, I read the full story. I don't want to log in. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Every state has a no fault divorce, but there's a couple states that um, Texas has something on the books. They the GOP in Texas wishes to kind of pull it back a bit. I just don't see it happen. Okay, well, here's this dude's just, no, that's from last year. They've been talking about this for a couple years now. Okay, let's do this. Let me see when someone picked up the, picked up the story. Cause I don't, let me see if the Rolling Stone. See, it says the Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. All right, here we go. The rights move against no-fault divorce is an attack on women, right? So as reported by the Rolling Stone, um, proposals by conservative-dominated state legislators to overturn no-fault divorce in Texas, Nebraska, and Louisiana. No-fault divorce meaning that the filing spouse 
is not required to show wrongdoing by the other spouse as the reason for dissolution first began in 1969 when then Governor Ronald Reagan of California signed the first law of its kind in the U.S. Today, every state and the District of Columbia offers no-fault divorce. Okay? Um, so let's see, let's see. Okay, women of the 19th century had limited rights, so the divorce was one avenue that they could assert their independence. Women of the 21st century are currently living through direct concerted attack. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Okay, see, now, see, here we go. The history of divorce in the U.S. is quite unique because divorce was all but inaccessible in England prior to the Revolutionary War. Mm. Okay, long before no-fault divorce as we know it today, divorce was fault-based, meaning aggrieved couples had to levy accusation of wrongdoing against one another. Okay. In 1847, Missouri Supreme Court noted that too great a facility in obtaining divorces is is exceedingly injurious or injurious to the good morals and happiness of domestic life. Okay. So it went sentiment kind of Okay. The home state of Indiana. Indiana became as in the eighteen fifties as divorce mill because its lax divorce laws attracted disgruntled couples from all over. Okay. Okay, Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson, we don't care about all that. Okay, so yeah, here we go. Thomas Jefferson counseled a divorce case in Colonial in Virginia. His rationale exhibited the liberty divorce could afford to women. So basically, you had a bunch of men that signed off on this, and now <laughs> they want to dial it back. So Nebraska's GOP platform opposes any measure that would intrude unnecessarily on the rights of the family or contribute to the dissolution of the family. Okay. Uh, we have eight case of uh, Jane Elizabeth, Martha McCall, and Brooke McCall. Several of the ten grandchildren ch- gave deposition detailing the incessant abuse their mother suffered from her husband. Jane's petition charges that she believes her life is endangered and such shall receive the protection of this court. Okay. Listen, it's it's just not gonna happen, y'all. I- I'm sorry. I just don't see it happening. Just because the GOP wants it doesn't make it, you know. Okay, I'm over that. I'm over that. I'm out of there. I'm o- I'm 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 over it. I I don't see it ever being repealed or dialed back, not in our lifetime. But then, yeah, because if if you take on if you if you peel back no fault divorce. Then you got to address the alimony. Then you got to address the child custody. And that's just too big of an industry for them to to, want to mess with. But since we're talking about repealing back industries, Florida, my God, we thought Tyrese was, y'all thought Tyrese situation was bad, right? People were complaining about Tyrese's this. Whoo. Florida agrees to support package for his disabled son, that could total nearly $500,000 a year. Five hundred grand a year. Let's see. Under the agreement with his ex-girlfriend Alexis Adams, the Good Feeling rapper was told to pay $14,000 a month 
in support and $2,212 a month in health insurance. This is the one that fell out the window that fell five stories, right? Listen, it's, it's almost like better off. Had <laughs> Listen, I, I know it sounds callous, but Florida would have would, been better off had the boy didn't survive the fall. I, I'm just saying. Let's continue. He was ordered to set up a $300,000 escrow account for Zohar's needs. The account must be replenished annually each September. Topping the package is a one-time $188,000 payment that the rapper was told to wire to Adams immediately to compensate her for outstanding expenses, including Zohar's school costs. Once again, this is why I, if I have, if you birth me a disabled child, I'm out. If you birth me a disabled child, I'm out. Come get my money and blood. I'm sorry. 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 Let's continue. The multimillionaire wore a bulky olive Balenciaga parka that retails for $2,900. Slim fitting black jeans and nondescript black sneakers. Nearly his entire head was obscured by his pulled up parka collar. His pulled down black bucket hat and large black cloth COVID mask. He removed the hat only when before Shara Adzman, the, Bron- the Bronx family court support magistrate who has presided over the couple's legal skirmishes for five years. After court, he waited in a nearby deli for his chauffeur to bring his silver Mercedes van around, then dashed inside holding a blue folder to his face. Her attorney says she's grateful to the court that it's over. At one point, as Flo Rida and Adam sat alone on opposite ends of a long hallway, Bickle and the rapper's attorney, Stephen Drummond, shouted out, shouted at each other, oh, near the door to the courtroom. So even the attorneys are getting into this. Either we're going to go to trial or we're reaching an agreement. I don't want to talk anymore, Adams told Flo Rida's lawyer. You want war? I'm ready for war, Flo Rida's lawyer shouted back. I'm waiting for a number from you. I was in the Marine Corps. I'm used to war. Cheesy Pete. Adam alleged that she resorted to going on Medicaid after the rapper failed to pay health insurance and medical bills following Zohar's accidental fall. The boy, who was born neurologically disabled, had a shattered pelvis, fracture in his left foot, and internal bleeding after the fall. Adams had alleged that the rapper failed for years to abide by a 2018 support order requiring $9,000 a month plus medical and school costs for the child over whom she had full custody. Since then, Adams alleged that Florida remained behind in his payments and that he stopped paying the medical insurance for the boy soon after his March 4th accidental fall from a fifth floor window of their apartment in Jersey City, New Jersey. Listen, 
All right, continue. Let's continue. Florida's finances appear to be in good shape, though. In January, he was awarded $82.6 million from the energy energy drink uh, company Celsius, courtesy of a Florida jury. Um, already covered that story. Okay. Florida told NBC News that he gained a new respect for the judicial system after the jury's verdict. I'm sure you, I'm sure you do. They could bend you over and don't even give you a kiss. Right. Oddsman was cordial to both parties on Tuesday when Drummond, Florida's attorney, thanked her for her patience as they spent the morning hammering out an agreement. She answered, I'm glad I'd much rather you both compromise than get a decision from me. So she was going to lay, she's going to put the wood on them if they didn't get a, get a compromise. But Adsman had scolded Florida through another, through another of his lawyers during a hearing in 2018 when asked by the lawyer whether Florida could have a say in which schools Zohar attended to ensure tuition costs were reasonable. The magistrate said, what does he care? He's not involved in his child's life. He's met him once. This is all about money and I've had it up to here. Florida was now hoping to arrange monthly visits. He wants to have visitation with his son. This is something we'd really like to see. As a support magistrate, Asman said it was beyond her purview to order visitation and wished the parents well in working out a visitation schedule. So that just lets you know it's all about money. It's not about visitation. That's a whole other separate fight in itself, right? The couple's child has autism and a neurological disorder called hydrocephalitis. A cephalus, that means I believe it's water on the brain or an, a brain enlargement. Let's take a look and see if this child is worth this, this much money to be spent. I know it sounds messed up. It sounds messed up. He, he goes slide in. Uh, yeah, no, you don't need to be here. No, you don't need to be here. Why? why? You don't need to be here. You don't need to be here. No, you don't need to be here. What are you doing? What are you doing here? You think you think any man wants to pay money for a child like this? Who, who why would you want to keep your child here in this condition? Why? You're an evil, evil woman to keep your child here in this body. And then you want me to pay monies for this. You want, you want me to pay you money because you're too selfish of a winch and you want this child here. Yeah, if y'all don't get out of here with this bullshit, it's all about money. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't let me inspect your kids because you're going to be, <laughs> you're going to be mad at me. I'll keep playing this game if you want to. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Sorry, sis. All that breast milk ain't going to help. Ain't going to help. What are we doing? So this is what he had to pay half a million a year to see. This kid ain't going to leave no legacy for him. This kid ain't going to give him no grandchildren. Ain't going to keep, keep whatever institutions he creates to keep going. What are we talking about? It's a waste of time and money. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of money. Sorry. Waste of money. Time and energy. Okay, but y'all y'all got it. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. <laughs> y'all got it. Y'all got it. 
even it doesn't matter if you forfeit the rights, you still have to, um, you're still financially ob- obligated. You can give up parental rights. Doesn't matter. You're still financially obligated. F- parental rights and financial obligation have nothing to do with each other. They're two separate things have nothing to do with each other. Well, why are we doing this? This is what, this is what we own, huh? And, and don't worry. The stream will, <laughs> will not be on YouTube. <laughs> After tonight, it will be everywhere but YouTube. Yeah, y'all doing too much right now. Y'all can miss me with this. Yeah, y'all can miss me with this. This is what Florida got to pay half a mil a year for, huh? For a useless, useless legacy. This child is useless. Okay. All right. Okay. Just so we're clear. Just so everybody's clear. That's what the boy has on top of being autistic. Okay. All right. Now. Let's get to the crux of tonight's show. This, these, these DJ envy scam rumors. Tony, the, listen, I, I don't, I don't trust Tony to close it. My damn self. I look at him sketchy too. I look at Tony the Closure sketchy, but you know what? I'm not here for that. We're here for DJ Envy because the word is now, once again, here's my thing until charges are filed until somebody is arrested or actually charged with some sort of securities or uh, financial breaking of uh, infractions. You know what I'm saying? Until this man is charged with a crime, arrested for something, something, something. I, I don't put much stock in this. So let's get into it. This is DJ Envy responding to the rumors of him and his partner scamming people. Let's go. Uh, mad respect for you uh, taking the time to come and, and really address some very serious allegations head on. Uh, obviously, you you've, uh, you got a huge platform, man. I, 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 came to, I came to talk about my car show this this, this weekend in Memphis, man. Re- I let my you talk some car show Memphis. shit because you know, but but people really want to. We can bring up the I'm car just, show, but you know, okay, but you, you ask, know what you want to ask. Ask what you want to ask, man. We good. But tell us about the car show. Let's talk about the car show, man. Memphis. 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 I'm just no, we talk about that. We here yeah. for the accusation. All right, let's go. Um, and the reason I, I thought it was whack is because you know me. You've been to my 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 seminars. We don't care about. Okay, seminars. Okay, I think a seminar or two. No, I never spoke. You never spoke, you've been to a seminar too, and, and you know that we did those seminars to teach people how to do real estate and to encourage people how to do real estate. So fact- okay, so they hold real estate seminars, and he gets a cut from the events. Okay? They, him and Caesar, the PJ, C, flipping New Jersey, Caesar guy, they hold real estate seminars. No different from what Grant Cardone does or Jay Morrison, right? They take, they take Jay, Jay Morrison. Jay Morrison, that Tulsa scam was, was a scam. But was Jay Morrison ever charged with anything? Has he been arrested? Did he, did he commit a crime? No. But we all know the Tulsa real estate um, fund is a scam. Same thing applies here. Until somebody is arrested, charged with something. It is what it is. The fact that you said it was trash was kind of kind of weak, especially when you know my number. We just spoke many times. But you know, I, I get I get what you're doing. But I, like I like I told you earlier on the phone because we spoke a couple of times. I said, you know, me me and you we like in certain ways because we like to expose the fake shit. 
And that's one thing I say. I don't like when people take advantage of our people. But go ahead, ask away. Let's go. No, I, I, man, uh, first off, man, I've never uh, been at, at one of your events at a speaking capacity, but I came to your one, the big event that you had at the uh, Javits, which I said on the live, I said, yo, first off, you packed that bitch out. I came in and my, my initial impression, impression was very impressed. I said, I've never seen people bring people together for that scale. Okay, let's get to it. Hispanics, black. Okay, college. come, come on. And I felt like it was a lot left to be to be had when it came to the information piece. Um, mm. it, was, it wasn't filled with, with, with game that I expected to get from the. It was more like, hey, here, here's, here's who I go where I find my websites at. Here's where I go to get hard money lenders. But mm. it wasn't real real estate knowledge. And, and here's my problem with a lot of these situations is that very big platforms like yourself, man, like so many people respect your platform, you are a celebrity. You got millions of people that listen to you on a daily basis. You got you got a partner of yours who who is is accused of some very serious allegations. Millions. And it's, it's his partner Caesar. Okay, let's go. These dollars have been alleged to be scammed at this point, right? I want to ask you first and foremost when we when we start looking at these events, which start starts becoming a marketing funnel, right? People start now coming into mentorships. They come to these events to be able to get game. But then most of these events, there's that same thing that you talked about that you don't like. The upsell. See, because I pay attention, right? You you had a major problem with people who had live events and then they didn't teach much information and then they do these upsells for higher mentorships, et cetera, et cetera, investment opportunities. Well, it seems as if that's what's now happened with you and Caesar. Because mm -hmm. now you're hearing the same exact thing that you said that you didn't like, which was these very outlandish prices as far as mentorships and plus million dollar plus people saying they've been defrauded out of money. So, so I'm looking at you and I'm saying, hey, you got a large platform. How are you any different than, than with the people that you said you didn't like? The other people that were frauds. Mm -hmm. Well, for anybody that hasn't been to my, my, my seminars, the reason we created these seminars was because we wanted to teach people about seminar, uh, real estate and get them into real estate without spending $10,000 like a lot of these seminars were doing. My whole idea was if you have $10,000, I'd rather use that $10,000 and try to put it into a house, a property, or whatever it may be. So, you know, my real estate thing, you, you say you didn't learn, I mean, hey, that's you. But the seminar, what we did, was we brought people to the seminar that they would need. I brought auction.com, which is a site where people go to get properties from, and it taught them how to go on that property to buy properties. They didn't have to pay for that. I brought a, a, a Matt, the, uh, I don't even know what Matt's thing is, Matt the lender. And what Matt did, Matt helped people get <laughs> loans, talked about FHA, talked about property without paying extra. We had hard money lenders there that told people about hard money lenders and how to get hard money lenders. We had credit repair. That was a guy that helped people fix their credit. We had... Uh, People who do wholesale, which I don't do wholesale. I can't explain wholesale, but we had somebody there to break down what wholesale was and how to get it done. Now, all those pieces of people explaining that, niggas usually would have to pay money for that. But it was all free. There was never an upsell. There was no, well, to learn this information, you have to do this. There was never an upsell in any of my things. The only thing that was ever sold was some T-shirts that said uh, landlord, trap lord. And that's anybody that's been on any of my seminars. There was no upsells. We didn't upsell shit. There was not an upsell. There was nothing that you can buy then at any of my seminars. So the upsell thing... But there was no upsell, so there was nothing that you can buy. Now, has anybody ever gave me a dollar, a dime, a nickel, a quarter, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, a five hundred thousand, a million? Not one person, because I'm making my business not to take money from nobody. And there's nobody on this live, and there's nobody <clears throat> in here that could ever say envy. They gave envy a dollar. I didn't help everybody get homes. I didn't help over a thousand people get into homes, and that's celebrities from Terrence J to Sean King to so many different people get houses. To regular people get into a house using FHA credit or regular loans. And when they say, Envy, I want you, let me give you something. I'm like, I don't need it. Because I honestly did this to help my people. And there's not nobody else that can say that they did. No, no nobody. Hey, now, many, the, the, hey, many no. investors trust your business partner based off your relationship, right? I'm, I'm glad that you and, said that. 
So now, and, and I want to ask you a question. Like, as a public figure, how do you feel you, like your responsibility for like your actions and I mean his actions and how does, how does your professional uh, view on on all that play a part? Okay, like, how do you like, what, what do you feel like? He, he, you know, your part is in this. I love I love that question. This is the thing. I have many different partners. I got partners that on water. I got partners when it comes to real estate. I got partners when it comes to clothing lines. I got partners when it comes to many different things. Many different things. So let me ask you a question. Me and you own a barbershop, right? Barbershop does well. On the side, you're a pedophile. And I don't know you're a pedophile. Are they oh, say my God. This is a poor analogy. A very poor analogy. But okay, Envy. Let's see where you're going. DJ Envy's partner is a pedophile and I knew about it. No, nigga. I didn't know what you did on the side or what you was doing. Not to say that even Caesar was doing anything right or wrong. Because I honestly don't know. That's, that's between them and whatever happened. But... Did I say, here, take this money and give it to this person or do this with this money? I never did. And nobody's ever come to me. And anybody who's ever came, if you ever came to my seminar, I tell everybody, everybody on this stage, whether it's credit repair or it's a conventional lender, do your homework because I don't trust anybody. And I said that. And I said, the reason I don't trust anybody is because like anything in this world, somebody will treat me different because I'm a quote unquote celebrity, then they'll treat somebody else. And if you've been to my seminars, I say that a million times where people, the speakers get offended sometimes. But the reason I do that is because I don't trust people. I don't trust anybody. I don't. That's just me. Even with real estate. I'm not a person that just buys because I've never seen. I need to touch the house. I need to feel it. I need to walk through it. I need to know things on my own. So if, if by you putting out DJ Envy and a picture of me and Caesar saying that y'all did that, you know I didn't scam nobody for no money. You know I didn't take no money. Uh, and like I said, the thing with me, you, me, is me, I go me. Is, you know my, you know me, you know my, you, you say you didn't have my number. My number's the same. You got my number. You can call me anytime. Well, I, I'm, well, well I actually didn't have your number, Envy, but like. As soon as I heard what well, did I do, I missed my number. But let's, let me ask you a question because. The guy last night, he said that he gave Caesar a million dollars. When he said he came to the office, you were right there to greet him. He said oh. he felt like you were part of the entire process as far as bringing him into the, you know, him even deciding to make this investment. He's like, I would never would have made a million dollar investment if I didn't have DJ Envy co-signing him and telling me that, yo, he's a good dude. And then I come to the office and he's in the exact same office as I'm walking in before we even come to an uh -oh. agreement on a deal. Uh -oh. So how do you feel like you play a part in that when an investor feels like, hey, my, my investment decision is based off the fact that I'm sit watching you sit in the same office with this guy. Right. This guy said he yep. was on his deathbed. He got a million dollar uh, lawsuit from a multi-million dollar lawsuit from almost dying. He, he invests his money with season. He's been chasing his money. Mm. Now, now you, you telling me because I'm in the same office with somebody doing my car show business and somebody's in another office building, another office by doing something else that I know what he's doing in that office space. And I greet everybody that comes in the office. You know why? Because that's what my mom taught me to do. Because I'm a respectful, kind person. I don't care if you're young, if you're old, if you're black, if you're white, if you're Spanish, if you walk into my office, I look at everybody. So now we, we don't do guilty by association now. So, okay, I get it in the eye and I say hello. And the reason why I do that is because nine times out of 10, I got a couple hundred thousand dollar car outside and I want to see who's coming in and out my office. Now, if you go into another office and have a conversation with somebody and you decide to do whatever you want to do, that has nothing to do with envy. If, if you say, if envy said, do this because I said it's cool, that's a different story. If you see envy's name on the contract, that's a different story. But now it seems like, seems like you're fishing for things to put me involved. Just because I'm in an office with somebody else doesn't mean that me and that person is doing anything with each other. Well, well we don't co-sign anybody. We doesn't mean that at all. And now that person, we look at you and Caesar from the perspective that you guys are business partners. So, like every time we I've all, ever seen it, every time I've ever seen anything with real estate, you guys both do it together. Like no, we all business partners. When I see events, anytime I see Caesar, Caesar never speaks. I only hear you speak. So no, Caesar definitely speaks. Anytime I see, every time we see an ad, I see Caesar looking over like this, and you were actually doing the presentation. So he's not like the person that's the spokesperson. So like just being real. Just being real, when we look at when we look at it, like this man, this man wouldn't have nobody would fuck with Caesar if it wasn't for DJ Envy. Like I wouldn't know who he was if it wasn't for you. Like most of these people wouldn't, you know. It, when you say I'm attaching you, it's because you marketed them. Everywhere we see uh, Flipping NJ, there's DJ Envy. So if I, I'm just looking at it, and I'm saying if this is a guy that I'm investing with, I'm investing based off your likeness. Well, let's see this.
the thing, I'm not anybody's babysitter. I don't tell people what to do and what not to do. Now, Caesar's a guy that got me into real estate, and he got me into real estate where I purchased a lot of homes. And because of that, he made me a lot of money where I own these houses and I have tenants. And I was excited about it. And I was excited about it because not too many people that look like me are buying property. So I told Caesar, let's, let's teach people how to do it. Now, we taught a lot of people how to do it. We taught a lot of people how to buy homes. We taught a lot of people about FHA and things that people had no idea about. Now, that's my business with Caesar. That's my business with a lot of people. Now, if you go outside of that and want to jump in on your own, that has nothing to do with yeah. the game. That has nothing to do with me. I'm not part of those deals. I'm not part of anything that goes on. I could be a partner with Elon Musk, and me and Elon Musk do Teslas together. Now, if Elon Musk <clears> decides <throat> he wants to do his space property, and he does some foul shit on his space property, people are like, oh, well, I invested because then people's part of the Tesla. No. Daddy got them, and people need to stop being followers and be leaders. People got to do their own homework. When I give anybody money for any of my investments, some do well, some don't do well. All my so, investments, I do my own homework. If you come up to me right now and say, yo, Envy, I got a crib in Miami, and it's worth this. I'm not doing it because you're a nice guy that got a lot of followers. I would be a fucking asshole. I call my accountant, and I'm like, hey, look at this deal. Does this deal make sense? No, it doesn't make sense. I'm not doing it. So That's how it so is. That's, that's what people I, I like, I, You know, I like keeping it real, right? So how, how, have you, how has your business dealings been with Caesar? Some have been great. Some haven't been. Some have been really good, and I made a lot of money, and some have been slow. And that's why I say when, when people... Well, so what, what, do you, what would you expect them to say? Like, no, don't do it. Don't, I don't... Come on, Tony. Invest money? Sometimes it goes like this, right? And you know this. I didn't hit with... with Caesar a couple of times and flip money in less than 30 days. Some of my builders, like the school, we still got, and I haven't got my money back yet. But I know that's part of the game. But I also do know there's certain things that need to happen. Like when it comes to Caesar, you know, we've had a conversation, and I spoke to him, and I spoke to Jed, and I told him if he does, and I asked him personally, I said, do you owe people money? Does he owe you money? We have an investment together that we're going to sell. He does not owe me money. We partnered up on a property. We partnered up on a property. Nice. He sidestepped that. So <laughs> he doesn't owe you money, but you have Money tied up in an investment together with him. Nice. Does he have his owe you money, DJ Envy? To school. Let me tell you. I, 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 you and I it. talked offline, DJ Envy. No, I'm gonna tell you. No, I'm gonna tell you. You can't do that, DJ Envy. I'm gonna tell you the truth. You gonna let me speak or we not? No, but we got. If we gonna tell the truth, we gotta tell the truth. Now, now, now. We gonna speak. We we speaking the truth because I tell you everything. I talked to you offline. That's what I'm saying. I told you, me and Caesar, me and Caesar, we bought a school. That's the only outstanding deal that we have. That school never came back, and that school is not done yet. When I spoke to Caesar today, he told I told him I have a problem, and he said I'm giving your money back. That's it. So we don't have we don't have any dealings with each other. And I told and, and I even told you because when we had that conversation, I called him last thing. I'm like, do you owe anybody money? Caesar told me no. He said there was people that we invested with that did well, and there was people that we didn't invest with that it takes a little longer. And I told him, nigga, whatever you need to do, give them people back their money. That's all. That's all it is. But when it comes to it, that's what it is. And he, and you find somebody else that that will, will talk to you on live in a minute to talk to you about the real because I, I okay. So now. Tony end up having a conversation with the guy that gave them, gave them the money. So let's hear what he has to say. See, yeah, Tony, Tony closes. He going in. So at 4 a.m. He says unraveling the untold scams and Caesar's defense. Oh, boy. Okay, so here's him talking with the guy that actually... Caesar, Caesar and his wife... Um, are definitely, definitely, definitely the biggest scammers of 2021, 2022, 2023 in the community. I thought it was big business. Hey, big business, you can breathe a sigh of relief. <sighs> big business is sitting at home right now. That nigga was sweating like a brick for goddamn about 45 days straight. Big business, yeah, nigga, you was goddamn sweating like fucking shit. I know, I know Jay somewhere right now thanking God that I ain't know him right now, but Jay, I ain't forgot about you. 
No, Jay, you still owe me money, nigga. And as long as you owe me money, you always got to worry about me, Jay. That's so you and your wife, man. I paid y'all for speakers. I paid y'all for goddamn for my event. I need my money back. You you call you call me and I'm on IG Live. What's up? You want to tell the people your story? I'm on IG Live right now. You want to tell people your story? You ain't, they ain't got to see your motherfucking face. They can hear your story. What's up? You want you call me at the perfect time. You want to tell me your story or what? Yeah, be a real nigga. This what y'all say y'all real niggas. This is what real niggas do. Let me go inside so niggas can hear you. How much money you put up, bro? Fuck some change, man. Fuck some change. How much? How much you put up? I'm, I'm inside now so people can hear you. Change. So that's a hundred plus thousand. Yes, sir. How long has it been since you've been trying to get your bread back, fam? Uh, about six months now, seven months. What type of uh, conversations have you had in regards to getting your money back? Just a lot of bullshit, man. Talking about, just talking about, uh, it's just a lot of shit, bro. A lot of shit, but you know. We'll, we'll talk about it off, off air, though, but... Nah, nigga, the people want to hear the people want to hear this shit, bro. They want to know. Because people think I'm just hating on these niggas right now. These niggas need to hear you, bro. Because niggas just think I'm just I'm out here hating on, on Envy and Caesar for no reason. They just think, I, oh, this nigga just got... He got it out for these niggas. He hung up. <laughs> he a street nigga. No, he, he dead serious. He sent me all the receipts. He a street nigga. They don't, they, he ain't really trying to operate like that. I respect it. He don't want to let it go. Listen, nigga done sent this nigga bad checks, bounce checks. Uh-oh. This man, this man need his money back. He need his money back. They done put him in a bad position right now where he's sitting in the house and he don't have access to his cash. Um, because he don't have access to his cash, obviously, like, you know, all his stuff behind, man. It's just unfortunate, man. It's a lot of niggas that done got finessed. It's crazy. And I'm going to tell you. There's multiple, there's multiple lawsuits out already pending. There's multiple, uh, man, they got like over 20 properties that are up for, uh, for foreclosure. Um, DJ Envy is trying to completely distance himself from everybody. Man, this shit is bad, bro. Hmm. This shit is out of this world. Like, man, I can't believe this shit. And I, real talk, like all the street dudes, I'm just trying to tell these niggas, don't go do nothing that's going to get them, you know, life sentences because a lot of these dudes want to goddamn really go crash out like a lot of these dudes want to go crash out man a lot of these dudes is really feeling like man i got people that sent me shit they done sent a million six hundred thousand eight hundred thousand seven hundred thousand i mean the numbers is out of this world when when all this shit hit the fan it's gonna be something out of this world what's up with you you What you, what you want? Are you just talking about real estate or what's that? Yeah, because, you know, I'm about to get into that real estate shit. Oh, all right. I thought uh, you were talking about some shit that we talking what, about right what, now, though, what, okay? What, 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 what are you, okay, let's get him out of here. Shit, he don't want to be a part of shit. That, you know, anybody ever been in the car with a nigga, one nigga got down, one nigga got a whole lot of shit to lose, and one nigga got nothing to lose? Who you think they're going to take the uh, fall? Andy Ben told that nigga, hey, look, if shit hit the fan, nigga, this shit on you. If shit ever go wrong, nigga, it's shit on you. Because there's no fucking way 
that that you sitting in the same office and all these transactions are happening you don't know that's happening mm -hmm. these niggas walking in telling me that they shook your hand and then went gave this man a million dollars in cashier checks ain't nobody coming that bitch and give that nigga a cashier check for a million dollars without you being in that building bro so you being in that building played a significant part of why he was able to get that money so you can't distance yourself now see what you gotta do dj envy is is why you at that car show today you need to be selling your motherfucking cars yeah, nigga, you need DJ Envy. You need to be selling your motherfucking cars out there in that bitch. Nigga, you don't need to be showing the car show. You need to be selling cars at that motherfucker. Wow. You need to be selling your cars today because if Caesar can't come up with the money, you got to come up with the money, nigga, because you co-signed the nigga. You said that yeah, we got all these people making millions of dollars. We got all this shit. So good, nigga. That means you got a stash, and you need to make sure your assets are now available to take care of these motherfuckers that trusted your fucking calling and your co-sign. Because you signed this nigga, you stood on Breakfast Club and every other platform with it. So now, nigga, you got to goddamn put your motherfucking money where your mouth is. Sell your cars today. Nigga, while you at the car show, nigga, you need to have a sale. Jeez. Yeah, from car show to car dealership. 100%. Yeah, that that's what you got to do. Nigga, you done took all these people money, nigga. You got to got If Caesar took all these people money and you co-signed Caesar, nigga, you got to run your shit up. Hey, you got to take the L, nigga. If, 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 I, if I say, hey, look, this is my nigga, and I co-sign the nigga, and he go get some fuck business with you, I'm going to give you your bread back. Fuck that, nigga. If, if you if you co-sign this nigga on every platform, hey, nigga, go, now go, go sell your cars, nigga, because we need our money back. I mean... Yeah. We need that money back. Ain't nobody taking no yeah. L like that, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that, nigga. While you having that car show today, you need to liquidate. Yeah. You need to liquidate. Fuck out of here, nigga. Fuck wrong with you, Envy. You let that fat fuck come in there and steal all that people money, man. You ain't shit, nigga. Envy, you let that fat fuck come in there and take all that motherfucking money. Nah, I ain't overdoing a motherfucking thing, nigga. These niggas out here ready to kill over that money. Y'all talking that bullshit to myself. I'm overdoing it. Y'all don't. You ain't talk to these niggas. Y'all just heard that nigga on that phone. That nigga mad, man. These niggas ain't fucking happy. Niggas is ready to crash out. Niggas, goddamn it, can't take no six-figure, seven-figure losses. Who the fuck taking that type of loss? Yeah, Who the yeah, yeah. fuck you know gonna take a six-figure, seven-figure loss, man? Niggas ain't taking them type of losses. You better liquidate. Oh, shit. Oh. You better go tell your wife to sell them goddamn shoes and shit. All them oh. goddamn designer bags you got. Oh. Y'all better come up with something. Because them niggas want their money. Them niggas ain't all regular niggas. Some of them niggas are street niggas. Okay? It's some street niggas. And them street niggas, nigga, they gonna get it one way or another. So I'm just trying to tell you, it's time to liquidate. Because them niggas talking crazy to me. I'm telling you now. I'm gonna tell you now. Ha! I'm gonna tell you now. You better goddamn get the liquidating, man. You better go back to your regular nigga life. Stop, stop all that fly, flashy shit, nigga. It's time to go get some regular shit, nigga. Hey, nigga. You, your wife, she got all that fly shit, all that fly shit y'all got, nigga. It's time to liquidate because these street niggas is talking crazy. You hear me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. T man, Tony be extra. Hey, think that shit sweet you want to. Uh, okay. Anything else, Tony? That you want to let us know? Y'all organize a class action joint where, where you can goddamn try to see if you can get some get some goddamn uh, retribution. Talk about it. See, we both got we both goddamn got something. Which my profession is police, and your profession is selling pussy. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay, I, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, slow night tonight, y'all. I apologize. It's slow night tonight. Oh, one more story. So tomorrow when he does um his premiere about the paperwork we'll we'll go over that we'll we'll take a look over that but last story and i'm out of here man yo north carolina oh my gosh what what i tell y'all about going live what what i what i've been saying about people just going live that's the problem with going live right whatever man let me let me find this moment Thing. Hold up, y'all. Let me find it because I know I got it somewhere here. Let me find it. Okay, I found it. What I tell y'all about this this ability they giving you to go live at 
at a moment's notice to show either the best moments of your life or the absolute worst moments of your life. This little crash test dummy here. A North Carolina man shot and killed his girlfriend on Wednesday before self-deletion. Nasir Scott, 18, live streamed the aftermath of the alleged murder on Instagram after fatally shooting Tatiana Hayward, 18, at her home in Fayetteville. The woman identified as 18-year-old Tatiana Hayward was found dead at about 8.15 a.m. after police were called to her home. Scott was taken from the scene to the hospital with an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound where he was later pronounced dead. Uh, the alleged... Oh, here's this is the footage right here. Okay, we're going we gonna to play it because I'm going to take this off YouTube. <laughs> the alleged 30-second video was shared on Instagram at 7.53 a.m. on Wednesday from an account belonging to Scott. Uh, the clip started off with the, what sounded like a male breathing heavily. and The camera was pointed at the floor as he walked through what appeared to be a kitchen, then down a short dark hallway the ind- individual then walked into a room cursing under his breath and the camera captured images of what appeared to be the body of a young woman lying on the floor the person filming then tossed a handgun onto the onto a bed and is heard cursing under his breath again the video ends moments after the individual utters two worried expletives as he's as he lifted the girl's arm and she did not respond instagram is like, yeah okay well we're gonna we're gonna play it here you ready let's go Okay, that's her. Clearly, she is crumpled on the on the floor, and you can see a pool of blood underneath her head. She's n- expired. Clearly expired. Just look at the way her positioning is. She's crumpled on the floor. That woman has no life in her. <laughs> clearly, 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 she is expired. <sighs> Oh, yeah. She's done. Oh, let's continue. Cumberland County Schools uh, told the news outlet Hayward was set to graduate from Douglas Bird High School next month. She said Scott was a former student who chose to leave on May 10th, weeks before the apparent murder self-deletion. Whitley said members of the school's district trauma and loss team were at the school Wednesday and Thursday. We are deeply saddened to learn about this tragic situation. Our thoughts are with their families and loved ones. Officials have yet to disclose a motive. Or... But, but see, but see, when I say shit like, if Mini-Me bring home a Leberwitz, I, I understand. But, you know, if I say Mini-Me, go ahead and get you a little Leberwitz, go and get you a Merc- Mercutio, don't get you a Hadish. You know, go and get you a Colin. I'm I'm wrong. Uh, okay. 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 Well, with that being said, I'm gonna get out of here. This will be on um <laughs> a San Hey man, listen. Sanchez about they coming over in droves, buddy. They about to outwork everybody and dude, Sanchez is pushing a fucking 250 F250 dually heavy duty king cab. 
Okay, Sanchez doing his thing thing. He moving them packs from uh, Chihuahua and Michoacan through the tunnels and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Sanchez moving them packs. You know, he got the pipeline popping. He out here supplying the Mayans and the Hell's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I'm going to get out of here. Y'all have a good night. We'll do this again tomorrow. Peace.